Are you a professional woman who wants to create passive income streams and financial freedom through real estate investing? Join us here on Real Estate Investor Goddesses, hosted by Monique Holm. Listen to women who are rocking it in real estate investments as they share their stories of success, failures, and best advice in real estate investing. Start creating real wealth through real estate. Tune in today. Here's your host, real estate investor, syndicator, and developer, Monique Holm. Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Holm. On this show, we interview amazing, badass real estate investing goddesses, women that are crushing it in the real estate investing sphere. And my guest today is certainly no exception. And I'm super excited to have with us today, Stephanie Wankel, who's the founder of New Heights Investment Group, where she connects investors with the very best real estate syndication opportunities in the industry. She spent several decades in the software product development, as well as actively growing and managing her real estate portfolio. And she's on a mission to share the amazing benefits of real estate investing. Just like me, she's a yeah. woman, she's <laughs> <old> sister. Because <laughs> she especially loves to encourage other women that if she, as a single mom with a full-time career, can grow her real estate portfolio, so can they. So to help spread the word, she started New Heights Investment Group and the Frenzy to Financial Freedom podcast, where she and her podcast co-host, Kristen, talk to women who are reaching financial freedom by creating businesses, juggling side hustles, and investing in real estate. I was very excited, honored to have been yes. on that amazing podcast. So definitely check it out. And I'm excited to have her. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Great to be here. It's great to have you. And especially twice. So I'm going to be... <laughs> <laughs> full transparency, right? Full, fully transparent that uh, I, we had this, uh, our podcast interview before and had some technical difficulties. So she very graciously agreed to come back and do it again. So welcome back. Thank you. It's so fun. Yeah. So tell me or share how you got started in real estate investing. So um, back, back when I was a kid, I spent a lot of time with uh, my grandmother and my grandmother had duplex rentals in a college town. And I kind of tagged along with her. She was turning over clients and collecting rents and doing all the things you do when you're landlording your rental properties. And, you know, we never talked directly about what she was doing or why, but I just got the feel of it. I knew that it helps support her family. Her husband had died many years earlier and she had six children she supported and it was a large part of her income. And I knew that. And so somehow that experience kind of set a seed inside of me that was like, this is, this is something I want to do. I want to have rental houses. And so as the years went on, I, I thought about it and then things happened. I went to college and I had, got married and I had kids. And then 2008 happened. And actually I got divorced in 2006 and my kids were very young. They were five and eight. And so when 2008 rolled around, I'd spent a good decade kind of telling everyone that I was going to buy rental houses, but I never was doing it like a lot of, you know, a lot of us. And 2008 happened and a wholesaler that I knew from someone else, like many people were unloading properties. 
And he's like, this is your time. You keep saying you're going to jump in. This is your time. I'm like, this is not my time. I am divorced. You know, my income went in half. All my assets went in half. And I thought there's no way that I can do this. But literally, I had dreamt about it and talked about it. And, you know, I did the math on it, so to speak, where, you know, income minus expenses and the cash flow was really good. And so I jumped in and that's where I got started. And little did I know, I was actually adding a full-time job to my lifestyle, (laughs) that of a (laughs) landlord. (laughs) Oh God, there's so many amazing things about that story. First is that you had like, Called like an OG original goddess, totally <laughs> grandmother, totally. real estate investing goddess model, which is awesome. And this beautiful example of what real estate investing does for a woman or can do for a woman, and why it's so important to have that, especially when you know, in her case, she became a widow. Yeah. Um. You know, for you is you know when you become divorced, and also you had great timing because you started when houses were on sale right after the crash and that was a really good time to be able to get in but it it can be a full-time job when you are doing the property management yourself so that is something that's really important for people to know there are other ways to invest in real estate which like so tell us more about your current investment focus yeah so I still do have a portfolio of single and small multifamily homes. I don't manage any of them. They're all out of state and I have property management for all of them. But I also invest in large multifamily apartments in what's called apartment syndications. And I also connect other busy professionals that want to invest in real estate, but don't want a landlord, don't want to, you know, buy single family homes and figure it all out. They want just real, what they call passive investment, meaning they don't have to worry about any of it. And that's one of the great benefits of syndication is that investors can jump on and literally collect checks and never have to deal with the day-to-day operations. Yeah. I love it. I'm all about syndications too. Yeah. And so why... You started talking about some of the benefits. Why why do you like that as an investment focus? Well, one of the reasons is just the ability to scale and grow your real estate portfolio. As a single person, Fannie and Freddie may allow me to have 10 mortgages. So there's kind of, I mean, you can do things around that, but there's a barrier at that point where you're like, okay, huh, should I relook at a strategy? And that's what happened to me is, I really wanted to scale bigger and do more. And it just made sense to have more doors basically under one roof. And then when I started researching it and looking into it, the benefits are vast, like economies of scale, all the things that when you multiply doors, you know, under one roof makes a lot of sense. And so that's what really got me excited about taking on kind of that new asset class. Yeah. Awesome. Totally agree. So where do you see the biggest opportunities in real estate investing right now? So one of the things that I'm personally, I still love uh, apartment syndications and will continue doing that. But I also am really interested in capitalizing on short-term rentals right now. I'm looking at for 2020, some of my 
kind of things that I'm looking at are smaller apartment buildings in locations that cater to like corporate housing and maybe take advantage of some of the short-term rental opportunities that train, you know, may come and go, but the cash flow opportunities on that would enable me to buy more long-term properties. So that's my strategy for 2020 to look at. It's almost like adding a job in that it's a business if you're going to be taking on short-term rentals. Now I would have, I'm going to have someone do it, but I see it short-term as a way to generate more capital to go out and do other things. Beautiful. Okay. Switching gears a little bit. I wanted to ask you a question that I ask all my guests because I find that we get the most gold um, out of the situations that don't turn out as we'd hoped versus when things are smooth sailing. So what would you say was your biggest mistake in your real estate investing career and what did you learn from it? So two things come to mind. One is I definitely had conquered fear and got in the game, but I also stalled out in the game. And I see this a lot now. When I bought that first property in 2008, I quickly refinanced it and bought two others. So I had three properties that I was landlording and taking care of for many years. And I basically just kept doing that. I didn't pause and think, oh, what's my next step, next step, next step, which can be real. Actually, having a small portfolio is harder than having a large portfolio. When your tenants turn over, it hurts worse if you only have one or two properties. Another thing I love about multifamily, you don't even feel the pain when people turn over. And then if there's a large capital expense, like a furnace or something like that, your cash flow for that year is gone. And when you have a small portfolio, you're working really hard for um, sometimes what can be you know, not, not as lucrative an opportunity when you have a bigger, bigger portfolio. So I wish that I had, you know, everyone wishes they'd started earlier, done more, gone bigger. I wish I honestly knew about like apartment syndication. I didn't know anything about it, which I think is why I feel it's so important for people like us to share it because still people don't know it's a thing. If I knew I could take capital and put it somewhere and it would grow more returns and I would do nothing, then I would do that. So, I mean, it's kind of weird to say you wish you knew something, but I wish I had kind of paid attention more and focused on growing so that I could have found, you know, these other opportunities quicker. So then would you say the mistake was not trying to learn or not taking the time to not treating it like a business. You know, I think as we all, we get busy with our day-to-day stuff. And I was working single momming and being this property manager business that I know a lot of people enjoy it, but I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't good at it. And that's another lesson. Like really, when you buy a property, bake in property management into your numbers. So even if you decide, like, I think I'm going to love this property management stuff. Uh, If you decide (laughs) you don't, then your numbers still work. So that kind of also fits into this mistake is that I took on 
this work that it weren't my skill sets, not my sweet spot, not what I'm good at. So I really didn't do well, which means I had turnovers and it was very painful. And because of that, I didn't keep the growing trajectory. I was kind of just, you know, putting out fires. Yeah, that's such a good point. And then that, it does highlight this misconception, A, that you have to start small or that smaller is easier. Yeah. And it's not. And that's it's something not. I've learned too when I got into, into syndication and larger properties. Because I would, you know, my start was with single families or small you know, duplexes. And I was like, what? Like, it's, a, it's so much easier, actually, it in is. a lot of ways. Or it's not harder. It's different. But to do 200 units or 600 units than it is to do a, a duplex or fourplex. Yeah, I think another misconception that ties into that are people feel a large uh, multifamily is more risky. And in my mind, it's less risky, like you have for all the reasons like we've talked about, but yeah, especially if, you know, because generally when you're syndicating, you're purchasing a property that's stabilized. So it's already at 90 plus percent occupancy and it's, it's working as a business already. And then you buy generally with a plan to add even more value and just improve a business that's already working. Yeah. So, and you have team members that are specific to that area that they are good at. Like you, people don't generally go into a large multifamily and think they're going to property manage it. Where you do when I'm single family, like I could do this. It's no big deal. Yeah. (laughs) It's work. I'm so happy to not be a property manager. So what are you most proud of with your real estate investing? So I am proud that I had the gumption or the grit to jump into it and then also keep it going. I like the fact that my kids have seen, you know, a single mom who's working hard and taking care of them, also doing something that she's passionate about, that leaves a legacy and that they are part of. Like it or not, you know, as young kids, I dragged them around to tenants and sit in the car, duck under. And, and I felt guilty about that a lot of those times. And now they're adults and my son's passionate about real estate investing. He works with me on deals. And I see now hindsight that, you know, that bring it, dragging them along and Um, all of those things that did not seem attractive at the time, you know, left little lessons for them. And I'm proud of that. I really am. Hmm, That's awesome. And I think that's also why I love helping women because especially those of us who are mamas, it ripples, ripples down. Yeah. What's possible to what do you attribute your success? I think perseverance might be one of the, attributes that I think has helped me be successful. You know, as in life, real estate investing doesn't always go our way. I mean, I've done too many evictions to remember and, you know, lost money and made, you know, wished I'd made different decisions along the way. And I like that I, there, those are learning opportunities. And instead of quitting and 
you know, crying and giving up, you take the learning and it's actually a blessing and you keep persevering. So um, I think that can help people kind of in any situation that they're in. Hmm, so good. And what advice do you have for a woman just starting out in this field? Well, what, so one of the reasons why I love talking to women, especially is a in the in the multifamily space, as you know, you know, there it's more male dominated, there's less women, but there are, a, there are a lot of women. And so I suggest that people reach out to people like you and like me, and, you know, get out there's now there's meetup groups and you hold events and there's all kinds of ways that people can talk to other people who are doing this. And it's a great way to get started by just talking to people and finding out who's doing what you want to do and then start learning from them. So good. Two quick last questions before we get into our famed end of show trinity. Um, This is our brag, gratitude, and desire. So one is what do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? I wish I, I, at the beginning, and I think a lot of people struggle with this, there's a lot of fear, like we've talked about a lot of, you know, what if I lose everything? What if this house, what if the tenant ruins the house? There's a lot of that. And on the other end, after doing this for so many years, that stuff happens. Tenants do ruin houses sometimes and you can fix it. There's really few things that are not fixable and that are disasters. And all of the things that you're worried about in your head, like that are freaking you out and making you not make a move, A, the, you're the thinking about them is worse than what's ever going to happen. And B, there's usually a solution to almost every problem. Yeah, so good. Awesome. And the last question before we do our trinity is what's the best way for people to reach you, reach out to you? You can come to my website, newheightsinvestmentgroup.com. Um, you can also email me at stephanie at New Heights Investment Group. And of course, check out Frenzied to Financial Freedom podcast if you want. Yes. And um, if you're going to search for that on social media, it's at Frenzied to Freedom, like the number two. Yep. And uh, or the hashtag frenzy to number two freedom. Yeah. And on, on Twitter too. All right. So time for our Trinity, which is a brag, a gratitude, and a desire. What is one thing you're celebrating right now? What's your brag? So my brag is today we just dropped, Kristen and I just dropped our 52nd episode of our Frenzy to Financial Freedom. So We have been doing this for a year and it has been such a blessing. I'm sure like you, I can't believe how many amazing women are in this world doing amazing things. And I love hearing their stories and I just love connecting. And so it has been so much fun for us. And I can't believe that a year has flown by. So I'm really excited about that. Well, well bragged and happy anniversary. Yeah, it's amazing. And what's one thing you're grateful for? Oh my gosh, there's so many things to be grateful for. One thing that I'm very excited about and grateful for is my 21-year-old is graduating college and he's moving to the Dallas area and he's going to take on 
managing some of our duplexes. So he's jumping in and learning. You know, I've been complaining about it, it feels like, for this whole, <laughs> this whole time. But it's a fantastic way for someone who doesn't have a lot of skills or capital or, you know, is ready to learn to kind of jump into the business. So I'm grateful that he's passionate about it. It's a fun thing to share with, with family members. Amazing. And last but not least, what is one thing you desire? So this year in 2020, I am desiring to travel more. Oh my gosh, what you're doing is so amazing. To travel more, connect more with people, and I guess maybe more do more adventures. I feel like there's some room for fun and adventure in 2020. So that's my desire. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> well, so shall your desire be or so much better than you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much, Stephanie. This was awesome. 2.0 is even better. Yeah. Uh, so fun. <laughs> Thank you again. You all can find her at newheightsinvestmentgroup.com or uh, at Frenzy to Freedom and social media and Stephanie at newheightsinvestmentgroup.com. If you want to email her, you can find me at REI Goddesses on uh, social or at the reigoddesses.com. There you can find out about our upcoming event and also join our REIG Investor Club if you want to get tapped into passive investing opportunities like we talked about today. And so, and also subscribe to the podcast and comment and let us know what you think. So we'll see you next time for another Real Estate Investor Goddess interview. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have just listened to another episode of Real Estate Investor Goddesses, a show dedicated to sharing stories of women creating real wealth through real estate. If you found value on what you just heard, feel free to share with your friends. Visit us at reigoddesses.com to learn more about our programs and live events, as well as to access other resources. Until next time.